is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast. Got a little bit of rain this morning in the Midwest. Thanks for joining us on this uh, rainy Thursday, May 26, 2022. We're glad you're with us, the greatest nation on God's green earth. Hey, if you haven't subscribed yet to our podcast, you can go over to AffirmAmerica.com. You can uh, drop in your email address. We'll make sure to get an episode out to you. And hey, while you're over there, you can uh, check out the 2,000 Mules. <clears throat> it's currently on our website. There's no cost to watch it. Find out how 2020 election was stolen. And you can reach me by email at marquis at affirmamerica.com. That's M-A-R-Q-U-I-S at affirmamerica.com. All right, here's your top five headlines for this Thursday, May 26th. Headline number five. Millions of COVID relief aid went to left-wing pet projects. Fox News, dozens of cultural and educational institutions spent millions in taxpayers' dollars from President Biden's $1.9 trillion COVID-19 relief package to fund programs pushing social and climate justice. For instance, $499,000. Dollars went to the University of Montana for multiple programs on racial justice, including a public lecture series on racial justice, death, and indigenous knowledge. Another $50,000 in AP funds went to a nonprofit organization in the Northern Mariana Islands called 500 Sales for Reopening Programs that Teach Indigenous Canoe Building and Explore Pre-Colonial Sea Life. From the town hall. Meanwhile, as inflation continues to hit America hard, Biden's trillion-dollar COVID relief package is facing tough criticism for its downfall effect it has had on the U.S. economy. Representative Ralph Norman, Republican from South Carolina, said Americans should be outraged at the far-left spending, adding that the money has been a waste and abuse of COVID funds. So yes, uh, this is the uh, the problem that we have with spending. Even recently, we saw how quickly Congress passes these bills, these big, huge spending bills, and they don't even they don't even have time to read what's in the bills. They're pressured to uh, act right away. It's not enough time. There are thousands of pages. They're dropped on the Congress's uh, staff, and by the time they have to go through it. It's just impossible to be able to read it all in enough time to vote on it. And this is why we see these crazy programs where we're just wasting, we're just wasting money for these far left programs that we can't afford, number one. And number two, it's affecting our inflation. So this is typical, this is typical bureaucracy. This is typical far left spending, mostly uh, the Democrats, but the Republicans are just as guilty. They sign off on these a lot of times. So it's both parties' problem. But we really need to 
to rein in our spending because we can't continue to afford programs that would have nothing to do with the American citizens, American people, needs to end. All right, headline number four, Arizona Department of Education provides chat rooms for minors to discuss sex and gender. From the Daily Wire, the Arizona Department of Education, ADE, links to chat rooms on its website for LGBTQ plus minors to discuss sex and gender with adult moderators present without their parents necessarily knowing. The ADE directed minors to two different websites, QChat Space and Gender Spectrum. Both organizations rely on adult volunteers or staff to facilitate their chat rooms, and they don't verify the age of those joining the chats beyond asking applicants for a birth date. Libs of TikTok. The online chat room has a quick escape feature in case a child wants to hide it from their parents. Okay, so again, this is uh, another problem with our education system where the topics that are being discussed in elementary school are far outside the bounds I think most parents would be fine with. In other words, the schools really don't have any business getting so much in depth about gender and LGBTQ plus topics. This is something that should be left up to the parents. The school should stick to the basics, reading, writing, arithmetic, the sciences, the things that we send our children to school for, not to be indoctrinated by these far left crazy ideas about transgenderism and LGBTQ sexuality issues. So enough already, but this is what's happening in our public schools. That's why there's a mass exodus, people coming out of public schools, going to more homeschooling models, charter schools where they can control the content of what their children are listening to and being taught in the public schools. All right, headline number three, Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm, high gas prices are an exclamation point for the urgency to transition to clean energy. From the Daily Wire, Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm said that soaring gas prices are a major reason why the U.S. economy must transition away from fossil fuels and toward green energy. Speaking to reporters during a press conference in Golden, Colorado, announcing a $38 million investment by the Department of Energy to decarbonize its national laboratories, Granholm said that continuing concern about rising prices at the pump was an exclamation point on the need to accelerate the transition away from fossil fuels. From the Hill, acknowledging that global events are impacting how high the gas prices are, she pointed out that this will not likely be a one-time scenario without long-term solutions. When China comes back or opens up after COVID, people will be driving. That will be a pull on demand, and you'll see an upward pressure on prices, she said. When the EU, European Union, actually does ban Russian oil and gas, which they are contemplating doing, that too will create an upward pressure on prices because of the Russian oil that is pulled off the market. From CNN, President Biden is obsessed with the fact that gas prices are so high and people are hurting. Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm said following a rare tour of the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. 
Okay, so the obvious thing here is, why don't we produce our own oil? Why don't we produce our own natural gas? Why do we have to rely upon Russia? We have plenty enough reserves here in the U.S. to meet our needs, to meet the, the world's needs, yet still these radical left Green New Deal folks think that they can just stop our use of fossil fuels right away before they come up with an alternative. So why do they do that? What's their point? It's really very strange. These people have no common sense. They can do both at the same time. There's no reason they can cut it off and make the American people suffer. Under Donald Trump, we were energy independent, and that brought the prices down below $2 in many cases for during his term. So you would think that they would understand this. So you really wonder if it's not intentional or not. And this is why we have to vote these rascals out in the midterms. So November can't come any quicker because we really need to put a stranglehold on this radical left Biden administration. All right, headline number two, Biden to visit Uvalde, Texas, says the Second Amendment is not absolute. From the National Review, President Biden announced at a press briefing Wednesday that he and First Lady Jill Biden will be traveling to Uvalde, Texas, the site of the recent horrific elementary school shooting, to meet with the families of the victims, which included 19 children and two teachers. Biden then transitioned to talking about what must be done to prevent such tragedies in the future, suggesting that gun control should be seriously considered. The Second Amendment is not absolute, he said. When it was passed, you couldn't own a cannon. You couldn't own certain weapons. Vice President Kamala Harris took to the podium and echoed the president's comments. All of our hearts are with the people of Uvalde, Texas, she said. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. We must pass reasonable gun safety laws. CNN, with 21 dead and 17 others injured, the attack at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde was the deadliest school shooting in almost a decade, shaking a nation still reeling from a mass shooting in Buffalo, New York, just 10 days ago. So these politicians, they have no heart. I mean, they take an opportunity to give a political statement. I mean, here we go, already pushing gun control, you know, not even 24 hours after the tragedy in Uvalde, Texas. They're not even looking at other reasons or causes. They're only looking at trying to pass some law to take away our guns. And the fact that he made the, the comment that the Second Amendment, Amendment is not absolute tells us exactly what his real intentions are. And we can see that there are a number of other reasons. Why not hardening the schools with, uh, with police that are well-trained with weaponry to protect those schools, which Israel does, and who has not had any mass shooting there since 1974? Or looking at the mental illness issues and psychotropic drugs. These are all contributing factors. It's not just passing a law of gun control that's going to solve these problems, but they don't, they don't dig deep. They want to go for the, for the political excuses that don't solve anything. New York, Chicago have some of the strongest gun control laws in the entire nation, yet we have the highest crimes in those cities. 
So they're just shallow people. They just have a agenda. They're always pushing an agenda. The Second Amendment, they've been wanting to do away with guns. You wonder where that comes from. That comes from a socialist Marxist idea. You have to disarm the people before you can subvert it and take it over. And that's really their ultimate goal is to take away our guns so that they, at some point they can take control of the nation. So this is what's really going on behind the scenes that we don't see. Okay, headline number one, Democrats, Hollywood demand gun control in wake of Texas school shooting. CBS, Senate Democratic leaders on Wednesday implored Republican senators to drop their firm opposition to gun control legislation while signaling that the upper chamber won't immediately move to vote on legislation in the wake of the deadly shooting at Texas Elementary School that left 19 children and two adults dead on the Senate floor Wednesday. Schumer suggested nothing can be accomplished without Republican support, given that 60 votes are required to overcome a filibuster in the evenly divided Senate. Schumer said he understands the desire for senators to be on the record, but voters know where Republicans stand. From Breitbart, Hollywood celebrities wasted little time capitalizing on the school shooting in Uvalde, Texas on Tuesday, urging voters and lawmakers to support more gun control while also blaming the shooting on Republicans and other supporters of Second Amendment rights. So it doesn't, you know, this is very typical of Hollywood, very typical of the Democrats. They're always pointing fingers at other people. They're always accusing the Republicans for a problem that's much more complex than just passing some legislative law to take away the control of of, uh, law-abiding citizens that use guns to protect their families. They're not the criminals. It's the criminals that are the problems. And even if you pass laws, there's black markets. They're going to find weapons. They're going to steal weapons. It's not going to solve the problems. But they continue to use it to gain political points, and it never solves any of the issues. So again, mental illness, psychotropic drugs, making schools safe with armed guards. These are the solutions that needed to be discussed. Uh, Fatherlessness in the homes, social breakdown, the COVID lockdowns. These affect the mental uh, illnesses of many of our children. So let's talk about these things, not about just passing some law that really will do nothing to solve these problems and stop blaming others and at least wait a few days before you start talking about politics and give a little bit of respect for the families that lost some of their family members. Okay, there's your top five news headlines for this Thursday, May 26, 2022. Thanks for joining us today on the Affirm America podcast, and we'll see you tomorrow. God bless you, and have a wonderful rest of your day. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it.